A healthy 2023 from Ronald Acuna Jr. not only makes him the MVP of the Atlanta Braves, but perhaps the entire league as well. We're going to be giving you, or I'll be giving you my preseason awards predictions for the Atlanta Braves on this episode of Lockdown Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out my website, shortstopball.com, where you can see some of my written material. I'm going to be doing my preseason roster predictions over there on the site pretty soon, and then I'll be following that up on the podcast as well. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOn underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. Also, if you're new, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. And if you're watching this video there, please do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button as it does help support the show a ton when you do that. As always, thanks for your support and making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We are posting episodes daily, five days a week. So plenty of Content, Braves content for you as we gear up for the 2023 season. On today's episode, I'll be giving you my preseason awards predictions for the Braves in particular. Um, I think a couple of these players could win it for the entire league, but we're going to stick specifically with the Atlanta Braves, and I'll be giving you my team awards, preseason team awards for the Braves. I'll be getting some of yours as well from Twitter and in the chat section for those who are watching live. But let's jump into preseason awards predictions and a little dangerous doing these before spring training even starts. Don't want to jinx anyone. However, got a ton of great content lined up for the rest of this month in March as well. So got to get this one in while we can. And it's always fun to take a look at this early on and give those predictions. Be a lot of predictions coming up here. But for the MVP prediction it's pretty clear, and you could hear it from uh, my cold open there. Ronald Acuna Jr., in my mind, is the clear favorite to be the MVP of the Atlanta Braves in 2023. I shouldn't say clear favorite. I've seen some of you on Twitter who have uh, had some different takes on who should win the MVP award for the upcoming season. But for me, my money's on Ronald Acuna Jr. Maybe this is just a little bit of wishful thinking and hoping that he's going to be healthy uh, and I see William Bulljam in the chat section already saying MVP Harris so I've seen a couple of people pick uh, Michael Harris as well to be the MVP of the Braves but again uh, it's a little bit of wishful thinking that Ron Acuna Jr. getting through that 2022 season and fighting through the just nagging injuries that come along you know with what he went through and you know he's saying all the right things coming into camp you know, he's 100%, no more excuses, ready to go, fired up. And I just feel if you get a healthy Ron Acuna Jr. for an entire season, in my mind, you know, he is the MVP not only of the Braves, I think he's the MVP of the entire league. If he plays even just 140 games, a lot depends defensively too because that plays into his overall war, which goes into the, the big MVP award for the league. But, I think for the Braves, 
if he's healthy all season, I think he's 290, 300 hitter, close to 40 home runs, close to 40 steals. I mean, if he has a 40-40 season, again, not only is he going to be the MVP of the Braves, could be the MVP of the entire league. So that's you know, easily the pick for me. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to learn how to fight through some of those nagging injuries that he had last year. And I think that's really what last year was about. It was pretty clear. He wasn't trusting that knee and he even admitted it himself. And that's why we weren't seeing a lot of lift on the baseballs. That's really the only thing that kept Ron Acuna Jr. from being Ron Acuna Jr. last year is the fact that his exit velocity or his launch angle, sorry, the exit velocity was fine as it always is, but the launch angle had decreased to the point where he just kept hitting those hard ground balls to the left side of the infield instead of shooting them into the left center field gap or over the the wall. You know, didn't really see him go to other fields as well. We're used to seeing him driving balls out to right center. Didn't see a ton of that. So I just think he starts to get more trust in that knee, starts to get that launch angle back to where it was, about 18 degrees on average is where it was before. Then we're going to see those balls start flying out of the ballpark, and we're going to see MVP Acuna. But again, understand if some of you disagree. I see Doc's cards in the chat section saying Austin Riley is his MVP. A lot of people on Twitter were saying Acuna, Atlanta Gator 13, Trent Helm, all agreed that Acuna would be their team MVP. Maverick Sports said Austin Riley or Acuna. VA Brave says Ronald Acuna. Chelsea says uh, Money Mike would be her choice for Braves MVP. Uh, Spicy Chicken Nugget says Acuna for MVP. We got another one for Matt Olson with the Twitter handle, or, or it's not the Twitter handle, but Twitter name, 2023 NL MVP Matt Olson, but picked Austin Riley to be the MVP for the Braves. So interesting there. I got some others for uh, Michael Harris coming in as well. And most people agreeing with me that Acuna will be the team MVP for the Braves this coming season. All right, shifting our focus to the pitching side of things. I really think I'm going back and forth on this one. In fact, I wrote down Spencer Strider's name. You know how high I am on Spencer Strider, but it's kind of like until you prove it, I'm going to go with the known commodity and who's been there and who's done it. And I'm going to say Max Freed remains the Cy Young for the Braves. Will I be surprised if Spencer Strider overtakes him? I won't. Uh, Cade Chavers in the chat section saying Strider, uh, or Freed, Strider, and Wright, one, two, three, Cy Young. That would be something there. But uh, Cade did put Freed's name first there. Again, I I think Spencer Strider overall will be the more dominant pitcher and perhaps in the end could be the better pitcher. But, I'm going to go with Max Freed until you you knock the king off his crown. Um, that is the guy I'm going to go with. And, you know, it's not like it's a bad pick. There's not a bad pick here. I do think it'll either be Max Freed or Spencer Strider. But I'm going to go with Max Freed and the experience and just, you know, his overall track record. And I think he'll have the innings. You know, I think Strider will increase his innings this year, obviously. But I think Max Freed, you know, could see him push 190, 200 innings this season if he stays healthy all year. So I'm going to go with with Max Freed. Again, I saw a lot of you on Twitter going with Max Freed as well. I just think it's a a pretty safe bet there, but would not surprise me at all if Spencer Strider wins it. Trent um, Trent Helms and Strider. Drew went with Max Freed. Maverick went with Max Freed. VA Braves went with Strider. 
Um, Chelsea went with Kyle Wright. So there's a vote for Kyle Wright for the Braves. Cy Young this year. Spicy Chicken went with Strider. Um, Cy Young says uh, another one going for Kyle Wright. Look at that. Two Cy Young votes for Kyle Wright. Y'all must have missed the episodes where I talked about how Kyle Wright could take a step back with the new shift rules. Um, John Seeley went with Max Freed. Jay Goldie went with Strider. So it's about a 50-50 vote here. Corey going with Strider. E. Goldie going with Strider. Um, Jordan Griffey going with Max Freed. Blake Silver's Max Freed. Um, and Atlanta Hawks enthusiast going with Strider. So again, it's about 50-50 between Strider and Freed when looking at the fan vote for this. But I'm the deciding factor. And I'm going to stick with the Old Faithful and Max Freed for the Braves' Cy Young winner in 2023. All right, got three other awards I want to get to. Reliever of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. We'll talk about those here next. You're looking for a delicious treat, then look no further. I tell you about them all the time, but you got to try Built Bar. I was trying to eat a little healthier this year and been doing an okay job of that, but Built Bar has certainly helped you don't only want to eat healthy, but you don't want to compromise on the taste. And that's why you got to try a Built Bar. Not only are they, not only do they taste amazing and have a great flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond, but they're covered in 100% real chocolate. So they give you that candy bar taste and their macros. It's just crazy. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club to buy yourself a box of Built Bars. You can still go online like we've always advertised and buy yourself a box there and order one and have it shipped. Or if you're really hankering for some Built Bars, and I know you are, you can run out to Walmart right now, grab yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream, or you can go to Sam's Club and get a 13-bar box that'll last you for a couple of days with their hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. However you want to get your Built Bars, Go out and get you some today. All right, getting back into the preseason awards predictions and moving on to, I'm going to start with reliever of the year. I think there's several candidates for this one, whether it's Rysel Iglesias, AJ Minter, maybe even Joe Jimenez. I think there's going to be several good candidates for reliever of the year, but the one I'm going to go with is A.J. Minter. I think he quietly, somewhat quietly, maybe nationally, I know Braves fans were very aware of the work that he was doing, but I think a lot of people slept on the year that A.J. Minter had last season, especially the first, you know, really two-thirds of the season. I think he was one of the best, if not the best, reliever in all of baseball, outside of Edwin Diaz, who just had an insane year. AJ Minter has turned into the guy we all thought he could be. You know, sometimes there's those prospects, and you're like, if they put it all together, if they stay healthy, if they have the command, they could be this. And, you know, for a while we wondered, would AJ Minter be this? Would he reach this? And I think he has. And I think, you know, he's really shown that the last couple of years. And I think he'll continue to show that in 2023 and be one of the best relievers not only on the Braves, but in all of baseball. And hopefully he starts to get recognized for it more nationally. You know, he's not just a left-handed reliever. And I loved interview I heard with Alex Anthopoulos over on the 755 is Real podcast by David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty. And when he talked about A.J. Minter, he said, we don't view him as a lefty reliever. You know, he's not one of our, our lefty relievers. He comes in, he's getting out lefties, he's getting out righties. He's coming in in the seventh, eighth inning to 
shut down a rally to take out the middle of the other team's order. You know, he's not a lefty specialist. This is an, this is an elite reliever. And that's exactly what AJ Minter is. And so that's why I went with him for my reliever of the years. I see Kate Chavers saying Iglesias for reliever of the year. He gave up just one run. And that was in his first appearance with the Braves last year. If he can repeat that, uh, that would be pretty amazing. But yes, did he look really good for the Braves? Um, Max Freed Stash also went with, with Minter. Uh, Atlanta Hawks enthusiasts went with Dylan Lee. Blake uh, Silvers went with Minter. Um, we got uh, Jordan Griffey went with Colin McHugh. Again, there's a lot of really good choices out of the Braves bullpen. E. Goldie went with Iglesias. Corey went with Iglesias. Uh, Jay Goldie went with uh, Minter. Uh, so agreeing with me there. John Seeley went with Iglesias. Um, MLB nicknames went with Iglesias. A lot of people going with Iglesias. Spicy Chicken. Um, Chelsea went with AJ Minter, agreeing with me there. A lot of AJ Minters as well. VA Braves, Maverick Sports, going with Minter. Uh, Drew said Minter on Twitter as well, and then Trent Helm went with Iglesias. So I think it's I think it's most likely one of those two candidates, either Minter or Iglesias. Nobody said Joe Jimenez. Pretty interesting when we talk about that trade, and I mentioned it. Maybe one of the few moves in the offseason I didn't necessarily completely agree with. Uh, and nobody's really mentioning Jimenez as a reliever of the year option for the Braves. I think he will be really good. Um, I see Doc's card saying uh, Matzik. Unfortunately, we won't see Matzik this year, but hopefully 2024, he's back to the Matzik uh, that we do love to see out there on the mound. Next award is the Comeback Player of the Year Award, and I pretty much put this award in there for one sole purpose, and that is to talk about Mike Soroka. Although I see a lot of you voted for Ozzy, and that is you know a great choice as well. But when I when I wrote down this award, I just immediately wrote in Soroka beside it, just because the fact of what he's gone through. If he could just get back out on a big league mound, you know, yeah, I want to see him have success, and he would have to have success to you know ultimately win this Phantom Award uh, that I'm giving out. But man, just to come back from two Achilles tears like he's had and then to get back to pitching at a major league level, and I think if he does and he's healthy, I think he's going to be effective. Maybe he's not a Cy Young-type candidate like he was before the injury, but even if he pitches to a mid, even if he pitches to a back-of-the-rotation-type level, it would be truly amazing. So I think he's, you know, the comeback player of the year for the Braves. I do think he has that. I think it gets capped. Like I've been talking about for weeks now, I think he throws a hundred, 120 innings maximum this year. Uh, so that might hold him back a little bit, but I see others saying Ozzy Albies, Trent Helm said Ozzy Albies. I think that's a, a great choice as well. And the other one I had thought of was Eddie Rosario, Maverick sportsman with Eddie Rosario. Just the fact that Eddie was so bad last year. I don't think he can be that bad again. Um, but I, I do, I do think he'll be at least an average player. VA Brave said Acuna. I don't, I, last year was kind of his comeback for me. I don't really count him in the comeback territory, but I can understand that. Um, a lot of votes for Soroka, obviously. I think that's the name that comes to mind for a lot of people. John Seeley says Ozzy Albies as well. And I do think Ozzy Albies is a great, um, great pick here. I expect him, you know, to be four war type player again, you know, on the fringe of all-star level performance from Ozzy Albies, certainly what I was, I was expecting. 
Um, the, the one for Yates here, Corey Slovic uh, voted for Yates for comeback player of the year. I think that's a good call because while I do consider last year the comeback for Ronald Acuna Jr., I don't really consider that for Yates, not a long enough appearances. So I think Yates could be a solid comeback player of the year option for the Braves here as well. Jordan Griffey says Nick Anderson. You know, I'm I'm loving Nick Anderson, so I think that's a pretty good call. Uh, but a lot of people going with either Soroka or Ozzy. Most people going with Soroka. And again, just for what he's been through, even if he comes back and pitches at a, a back of the level, back of the starting rotation level, that's still going to be an amazing comeback for Mike Soroka. Um, see somebody saying Marcel Ozuna in the chat section. Um, yeah, that would be quite the comeback. I'm certainly not expecting that from Ozuna but if we were to get anything from him this year uh, that would certainly be a comeback we got we'll talk about Ozuna here later in the podcast and then the final award is the rookie of the year award the Atlanta Braves had the first and second place finishers in the NL rookie of the year award last season overall in Michael Harris and Spencer Strider as you know but really hard to see where that rookie is going to come from this year on Monday's podcast, I talked about the five prospects I'm most interested to watch in spring training. One of the names that I mentioned there was Dylan Dodd, and that's who I'm going with as my rookie of the year. I just don't see a position player that's going to come up and really make a big impact. You know, there's a lot of positions already taken, and I think RC is the depth for a lot of those positions on the infield, and I think there's a lot of depth already in the outfield. There's not a lot of depth at the minor league level. And again, I've talked about this. One of my biggest concerns coming in to the season is that there's just not a lot of middle infield depth. And to answer Doc's questions and somebody else asked on Twitter as well, Von Grissom does not qualify uh, for as a rookie anymore. So that's why he would not be eligible for this list. But I'm going with Dylan Dodd. There just seems to be a lot of noise around his name coming into this year. Rich reached AAA last year. I don't think he's going to break camp with the team unless there are some more injuries. And we'll talk about another injury to the starting rotation later in the podcast. But I do think he gets gets some starts later in the year. Um, and I don't think it's going to take a lot to be the Braves rookie of the year this season. I think if he comes up and has five solid starts, that may be enough because I just don't think there's going to be a lot of competition internally for this award. So I went with, with Dylan Dodd again, if you wanted to count Grissom, he doesn't technically qualify as a rookie anymore. Um, you know, certainly he would have a leg up on the competition just cause I think he will play a lot. Uh, Max Fried stash said his rookie of the year is Jared Schuster. And that's really the only other one I was considering here was Schuster. And that's who a lot of people went with Atlanta Hawks enthusiasts went with Schuster. Jordan Griffey went with Dylan Dodd. Um, so did E Goldie. Um, Corey Slovic asked if Bryce Elder was considered a rookie. He is not. He reached that limit as well last year, or else he would have been a solid candidate for it this season. Jay Goldie, 03. I don't know if they're related to E Goldie or not, spelled differently. However, Jay Goldie went with Victor Vodnik and says no good candidates, to be honest. And I understand that. And I talked about Vodnik on yesterday's podcast as well. Um, I just think the depth in the bullpen, I don't know how many appearances he'll get. John Seeley said Dylan Dodd agreeing with me um mlb nicknames went with jesse franklin and that is interesting um you know jesse franklin missed all last year had tommy john surgery probably you know 
will be a little delayed this year. But if something happens in the outfield and he gets off to a good start, you know, he's, you know, a college bat coming out of Michigan. So, you know, if he were to have a good start and the outfield just wasn't, outfield situation wasn't working out, particularly in left field, that might be a good second half candidate. I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, if he comes back and shows that he's ready and he's healthy and he's been at a high enough level, I could see that being somebody later in the year um, who could make who could potentially make an impact. Chelsea says Dylan Dodd. VA Brave says Jared Schuster. Uh, Maverick Sports says Braden Shoemake. We talked about him yesterday as well. I don't think I don't think he gets enough playing time. <laughs> Again, what type of playing time for a rookie this year is it going to take to be part of that award? Drew says Dylan Dodd, and Trent Helms says. Victor Vodnik. So two votes for Victor Vodnik there. Again, not a lot of great options for the rookie of the year for the Braves this season, but I think it's going to probably most likely be a pitcher. My guess would be either Schuster or Dodds probably going to play the most. Um, maybe Victor Vodnik later in the year. I like the Jesse Franklin. That's a, a good a sleeper pick for later in the year as well. But those are our preseason awards for the Atlanta Braves. Thank you so much to those who responded on Twitter as well as in the chat always love doing these and it'll be fun to go back at the end of the year and see how wrong we all were all right next we'll get to some news as had another injury scare in the starting rotation this one with kyle wright and we'll discuss that next it's the midway point of the nba season i believe the all-star game was over the weekend forgive me i don't pay too much attention to the nba but if you do now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app america's number one sportsbook app because right now, new members, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I do know Trey Young. Uh, you can go over there and bet on uh, his number of threes that he's going to make for the your Atlanta Hawks. Then you can also bet on everything, or you can, plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I'm not much of a gambler, but I don't really know what that means. But if you do, you can do it over at FanDuel. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet on up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, we talked about the five prospects that I am watching coming into the season. We got a lot of, a lot of other prediction episodes coming up for the rest of the month and the rest of spring training. On tomorrow's podcast, I will be giving you my roster predictions for the Atlanta Braves coming out of spring training. I wanted to get that ahead of the first spring training game this weekend so that's what we'll be talking about on tomorrow's podcast then we'll be doing i'll be going over what to watch in spring training on thursday and then we'll have our typical mailbag episode on friday so that's what's coming up the rest of the week but putting a bow on this episode want to get to a little bit of news that we had on tuesday biggest news that kyle wright dealing with uh some shoulder issues and actually said that it's something that's been bothering him for three years now. A uh, little bit concerning to my ears, but uh, he didn't seem too worried about it. Said he got a cortis cortisone injection in January and said he's feeling 
better than he has over the past three years. So hopefully that's a really good thing. Anytime you start talking about shoulders, that really concerns me from an injury standpoint. But he said he's feeling great. So that is good to hear. He restarted his throwing program a couple of weeks ago. So that will delay him in spring training. He likely won't start during the first few weeks of spring training. They think if they can get him three starts this spring, that perhaps they'll just skip him in the first uh, rotation uh, in the regular season. Maybe he starts in that Cardinal series, maybe around April 5th, kind of what I was looking at and predicting. You could skip him the first time through throw your number one starter again, and then throw Kyle Wright on April 5th. But they do have opportunity for another starting pitcher to get in the mix. You know, a Bryce Elder, Ian Anderson, Mike Soroka, who are already competing for that fifth spot. So something to keep an eye on in spring training as well, the health of Kyle Wright coming off a big season. And I see Garrett Clemens in the comment section saying Marcelo Zuna going to hit 30 bombs. Perhaps he will, but um, it's interesting comments. He did arrive to camp on uh, on Monday. Sorry, excuse me. Um, the whole day that players had to arrive, the, the mandatory day for players to arrive. Azuna uh, shows up. He was asked if he looks forward to a fresh start in 23, and his quote was, I just give my best to my team and my fans. I know in my mind that I still have fans that love me. The other ones ignore them. Don't worry about them. Interesting comments from Marcelo Zuna, to say the least. I tweeted this out. It's an opportunity for a guy to show some remorse for, for mistakes that he has made. And they they are mistakes. I mean, it, we all make mistakes, but I just instead of being remorseful, saying, yes, uh, I apologize for my actions in the past. I'm looking forward to a fresh start and you know, hoping to help the team in this this upcoming season but instead he focused on the fans and you know appreciating the fans that still love him saying he, he still has fans that love him and i see him i see people uh in the chat section right now who are excited about what ozuna could be this year but then to just say i'm going to ignore the ones who don't like me or the ones that don't cheer for me anymore or don't love me anymore and I don't worry about them i just it rubs me the wrong way as a fan who doesn't like him anymore and doesn't cheer for him anymore and wishes the team would cut him. It just could have, could have answered that question a lot better than he did. But uh, either way, he's in camp. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if he's a member of the Braves team at the end of camp. Uh, again, my prediction is he's cut by the all-star break. So, um, but that's pretty much all the news from Monday. I uh, hope that you all had a good holiday. If you did get the day off, I, uh, did not, but um, Joe May says, does Soroka's hamstring concern you much? I worry about the time off that the Achilles will be fine, but the rest of his body is going to kind of deal with small nagging injuries. I'm right there with you, Joe. That's what concerns me a lot. The same with Acuna last year. You know, yes, the, the knee is fine. It's back healthy, but it was the other thing. It was the nagging injuries from taking all that time off and not being in game shape that really slowed him down a lot. So I do worry about that for Soroka this season. And um, Doc's card says Acuna is going to hit hitting 30-30 this year. Riley wins NL MVP and Freed wins 20. Uh, so it must be a big year for Austin Riley there. Um, Bra Bravo's won. I wonder what they will do with the money they saved by not signing Dansby. Who will they re-sign now? Well, 
perhaps Freed, maybe Max Freed, but a lot of that money has gone to lock up this core talent. It's gone to lock up Michael Harris, Austin Riley, Spencer Strider. That's where most of that money has gone to this point. William Fulgham says, Harris, 300 average, 40 bags, and 30 home runs. Would certainly love to see that. Hines says, can you give me an in-depth analysis on Kirby Yates? What stat line do you expect him to put up, and what role do you expect him to play? If he regains his 2019 form, Kirby could be this bullpen's X factor. I'll be honest, I'm Kirby Yates is a bit of a forgotten bullpen piece for me at this point. I just I'm not putting much stock in him having a big 2023. Doesn't mean he won't, but to expect him, you know, late 30s to go back and be, you know, and he was a late bloomer already to go back and be what he was before the the injuries. I feel like that's a lot of pressure. I feel like Kirby Yates with that splitter, he could be a guy that comes in and gets you, you know, a ground ball when you need it. And I think he's going to be somebody that comes in fifth, sixth, you know, perhaps seventh inning when Jimenez and Minter need a rest or you're up by, you know, three, four runs. I really think that's the role that Kirby Yates is going to play. If he were to get back to that level, then we could see him become, you know, part of that setup group in the seventh and eighth inning, perhaps even, you know, because he has had a lot of, time as a closer you know give Iglesias a day off every now and then but that's best case scenario I'm certainly not hoping for that or expecting that um, but and there was an update on him in camp over the weekend he says he feels great uh, feels like that he's ready to go with a fully healthy offseason so certainly hoping for the best but not expecting much from Kirby Yates this coming up season Doc's card says Elder is the 2023 x-factor of the pitching staff could be, look, if Soroka you know, does have all these nagging injuries and he's not able to stay healthy, if Ian Anderson really hasn't made any changes and doesn't improve, then I think Bryce Elder could be a very solid you know, X factor for the Braves. And that's what my roster prediction was coming out of the season. I predicted Bryce Elder to get that fifth spot just because I think it is you know, much of a safe bet. William Fulgham Braves MVP will be Reynolds trade before opening day. That is certainly uh, one to think of. And yeah, uh, I don't know if he's talking about Mass Reynolds. Well, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Brian's Reynolds, Brian Reynolds. But uh, yeah, that would certainly be uh, that would change some of these predictions, perhaps. Cortana says, "What's the situation with the Braves games being telecast? Will we still be able to watch games on paid cable TV? As of now, nothing has changed. You know." The people who own Bally Sports have filed for bankruptcy, but my limited knowledge of how that takes place, it'll be a while before they officially shut things down. So for now, no change there. You'll still watch Braves games the way you normally uh, did beforehand. Um, all right, that will do it for this episode of Locked on Braves. Again, thank you so much for the comments on Twitter and in the chat section. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Braves your first listen of each and every day. Now go make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast, where they talk about the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and they give you the take of the day. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On underscore Braves. You can follow me on Twitter at Shortstop Ball. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Locked On Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 